It's great to be able to share with you today and I'm excited to be able to carry on our series that we're looking at this month of lift and Paul spoke a couple of weeks ago um, and he talked from Exodus 17 about Moses and how Moses lifted his arms and the staff and and that was where the name for God Jehovah Nissi came from which means the Lord is my banner and I, I want to sort of carry on with that theme about God being our banner and about lifting God high just like Moses lifted his staff as Paul spoke about and as he lifted his staff then Joshua as he fought the Amalekites um, in the valley below would always win and and I want to talk to you about how God lifts things over our lives and and as God lifts those things over our lives it brings victory to us so I just want to carry on with that sort of theme and I want to encourage you as well if you missed Paul's message a couple of weeks ago go back and look at it because I'm going to make some reference to it um, and hopefully it will encourage and inspire you I know it it did me some of the things that he said just really blew my mind about God and, and how he works for us and on our behalf um, and you know as I was thinking about Jehovah Nissi about God being our banner I was like how relevant is that for today you know we don't generally have banners um, and, and things like that as much maybe ceremonially when you watch some of the things um, that maybe they do in London or in certain places where the, the army will just do some ceremonial marching and carry a banner and it, it's not something we do so much I was thinking but then I thought to myself actually we have banners in a different way you know we we have banners that are advertising and and for publicity and you see them everywhere you see them you know people are sending big blimps up into the sky I noticed um a couple of weeks ago there was a huge um hot air balloon going across the whole of Stoke-on-Trent if you live in Stoke-on-Trent and are listening maybe you saw it and it was in the shape of a grenade and it was a great big publicity stunt and it's banners were there to get people's attention banners were there to say something and in the same way today we have publicity and we have advertising maybe that's on billboards maybe that's by sending hot air balloons up into the sky maybe that's by um, businesses putting up great big um, banners and, and signs with their names I know in one of the local towns there's there's a huge supermarket and I won't mention any names, but as you come round the corner, you can see the sign of the supermarket before you can see the supermarket because there's lots of trees about. And it's just saying, we are here. Don't miss us. If you need some milk, if you need some bread as you're driving past and you're not aware of us, we are here. And that's almost what a banner was in 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 the time of, of Israel and it was important and it was to say we're here and it was to say you know recognize us see us and that's what God was saying I am here I am over you I am lifted high and we have that today with so many things I was thinking about you know when I've been on holiday and, and often when you go abroad and you sign up for one of these trips to go and walk around a, a museum or to walk around maybe an archaeological site or to walk around I don't know, whatever you go and see when you're on holiday. I'm a bit of a history buff, so I like to drag all my family around really hot archaeological sites. I'm not quite sure how much they enjoy it, to be honest, but I do. And, and often the guides, they'll say, right, when we get off the bus, you'll know me because I'll have a sign and my sign will have this number on or I'll have an umbrella and it's this colour and it's a bit different from everyone else's. So look out for this umbrella. You know, sometimes when you go away in this country and, you know, I've been on great big beaches down south or up in Northumberland and 
the, you know, the huge expanses of beaches and you see some family groups and they have a flag. You know, I've seen family groups before and they had a pirate flag. And I was like, what have they got that for? And then as you see the kids going off to play, I remember as a child myself going off to play on the beach and then thinking, oh, where, where are we sitting? And sort of running along and looking up the little caves and thinking, oh no, where, where were we sitting? And sometimes, you know, I think families put things like that up. So the kids, if they go for a little wander or, you know, maybe the adults as well, then they know where they're sitting on the beach and they can come back together. It's a sign. It, it helps you find a location. It pulls everybody back together. And, you know, there are ways that we, we use banners today that can help us understand what God was trying to say when he talks about being a banner and he talks about raising a banner in the Bible. So hopefully just talking about a few of those little things from today will help you as I talk about God being our banner and raising a banner um, this morning for you. So I want to look at three things that the Bible tells us that God lifts that bring victory to our lives. And I'm going to look at three different parts of the Bible. So the first thing that I believe God wants to lift over our lives um, to bring victory to us is this. God is lifting protection. And in Isaiah 11 verse 10 in the NIV it says this. In the in that day the root of Jesse, which is Jesus, will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nation will rally to him and his resting place will be glorious. So what does that mean? It basically means that Jesus will stand as a banner. He will stand and say, I am here. All the world look and see. Come to God. Come to me. He will stand as that banner, like I talked about, you know, maybe on a beach or a guide saying, this is the way to come. This is the way to God. I am the way, the truth and the life. And Jesus stands as that banner still today, lifting that cry and saying, come to me. I am the way to the Father. I am the way to eternal life. And you know, in Isaiah, when it it pronounces that prophecy about who Jesus will be, it follows on from a prophecy about the Assyrian invasion coming to Israel and taking the Israelites away. You know, and I just want to say to you this morning that, that when Isaiah declared that about Jesus, he was declaring it as a follow-on to, you may have been invaded, you may have been taken away into captivity, but there is one coming who can set you free, who can say, come back to me, who can say, you no longer have to be invaded. You no longer have to be in captivity, but you can come and find a resting place in me. And Jesus wants to declare that to us today. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. So what he said in the Old Testament is still just as true of him today, that he stands and raises a banner and says to us, where you've been invaded by fear, where you've been invaded by pressure, where you've been invaded by depression, where you've been invaded by just too much to think about and do, then I want to lift a standard. You can rally to me. You can come to me. And in this place, there is rest and it is glorious. Jesus is raising that signal to say, come to me. And he calls us to do the same as Christians. He calls us to raise the banner of Jesus, of who he is, and say, come this way. This is the way to rest, and the rest is glorious. This is the way to God, and it is Jesus. And he calls us to lift that banner of his name too. Just like it says he will stand and raise a banner for all the peoples. He calls us to raise that banner 
to. Raise that banner in your workplace. Raise that banner in your family and believe that as people come, they will find rest in him. Let's be honest. Everybody is looking for rest. Everybody is looking for a resting place. You know, people that pay thousands of pounds to find this resting place, to go to some sanctuary, to go, you know, to some retreat, to go to somewhere where they can get away. Maybe it's a spa day. Maybe it's a weekend break. Maybe it's it's volunteering and doing something completely different just to get the head out of everything that's going on in their own life to do something different. But God's rest, it says, is glorious. It's not a weekend break. It's not a spa day. It's not something to take your mind off the rest of your life. But God's rest is glorious. That means it's awesome. It's amazing. It's the best you can get. And so Jesus is standing, waving his banner over your life and saying, come to me. There is protection in me. Rally to me. Come to me, all of you people. And in me, there is rest. I can protect you from the world. I can protect you from the things that are oppressed you but come to me and Jesus is calling you today maybe you've forgotten that his banner over you is protection that his banner over you is rest that there is a rallying place for you to come to him but be reminded today maybe for you it's the first time that you've never made that step towards Jesus Jesus is calling you he is the way he is the truth he is the life he is the one who can open the way to God for you all you need to do is say Jesus help me I want to know more Jesus come into my life let me understand more and if you're feeling that way and you've got questions this morning sign up for our alpha course there's still spaces on it you can still get involved and find out more about Jesus so one of the things that God wants to lift over our lives to bring victory is he's lifting protection over us The second thing I want to talk to you about this morning is Jesus is lifting love over our lives. And I'm reading from Song of Solomon 2, verse 4 in the New King James Version. And it says, he brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me is love. He brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me is love. You know, in the banqueting house, let's be honest, if you go for a banquet... It's a place of abundance. It's a place of extremity. It's a place of of blessing and provision and joy. You can't imagine a banqueting house being something that doesn't really have this, you know, we're skimping a little bit on the food. There's not much to drink. And, you know, the seats are a bit hard. You imagine a banqueting house being extravagant, being amazing, being comfortable, being overwhelmed by just the delights that are placed in front of you. Jesus wants to bring you to a place of abundance. He wants to bring you to a place of blessing. He wants to bring you to a place where his banner over you can be love. And it's in that place of blessing that we suddenly realise that Jesus, when he died on the cross, that his banner over us as he hung and died on that hill was love. Paul spoke about it two weeks ago, about that man on the hill and the victory that comes because of him. And it's because of the love that Jesus poured out as he hung on the cross and he died 
that his love was showed for us, that his love was poured over us, that his banner over us is love. And because of that love, we have victory because of the cross. We have victory. We are victorious. It was manifested in his death, in his resurrection, that love could overflow us, that love could be greater. You know, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling overcome, when you're overwrought, when you're overpowered by things of this world, there is a greater over for over you. And that over you is the love of Jesus. So believe it, stand in it. If you're sitting this morning and you feel overwhelmed and overcome and overpowered with everything in this world, I just want to encourage you, lift your hands right now. Whether you're at home or you're sitting in the building with us, just lift your hands and say, I want your love to be over my life. I no longer want to be overwhelmed, God, but may your love be over my life. I no longer want to be overpowered, but may your love be over my life. And that is the victory of Jesus that there is a greater over for you and it is the love of God. And you know, there are so many things that want to put themselves over us in this life. There are so many things that want to control us and push us down. But if we allow God's love to be the thing that is over us, then it is a protection and it is a victory that comes. And God calls us again to do the same, that we would be a protection and a banner of love over those around us, that we would provide love to cover people and to protect people and to be a victory for people. People. You know, I think about my kids and they go into school, they're on social media and, you know, the influence that their friends have on them. And there's so many things that can be put over our young people, our students, our own children. There's so many things. Social media says so many things over their lives. Magazines say so many things over their lives that you should be this and you should be that. And you're not good enough and you're not this and you're not that. And yet God says none of that is important because what is over you? is my love what is over you is the love of God that says you are good enough you are enough for me you are beautiful you can do it you can be all that you dream to be and so as Jesus's hands and feet on this earth the banner that we put over our young people the banner we put over one another as Christians must be love we must lift each other and protect each other with that love we must inspire each other with that love and my prayer this morning is that we would ask God to help us to love one another and you know sometimes loving people isn't easy let's be honest sometimes loving people takes time and hard work sometimes loving people doesn't just flow naturally and be easy sometimes loving people has to be a decision that we make and you know we meet people in our lives and They can have been damaged because they've not been loved well. They can be damaged because they've thought they've been loved and yet those people have hurt them and put them down. When I first met Paul, he'd been in some difficult relationships in the past where he'd been really hurt and damaged. And I remember when we very first started going out and Paul was a young Christian as well at the time. He'd been radically converted in Africa. He'd come back to the UK and he set a firebomb off in my life when I met him and he's still doing it today. And... But when I met him, he still carried some of that damage of those past relationships. 
And as we began to go out and date, he would often message me and say, is everything all right? And he would often be checking up on me. And I had to keep saying to him, it's fine. Everything's fine. I love you. I believe in you. I'm working with you on this because it had left him damaged from what had happened. And my responsibility at that time was to put a banner of love over our relationship, to help him go strong, to help him believe in love again, to help him trust me and learn to trust again. And you know, over the years, he's done the same for me when I've been through difficulties, when I've had to work through things in my past and had to share things that have been difficult. And Paul has had to put a banner over me as well and remind me that he does love me, that I am cared for. And I want to encourage you in your marriages, in your relationships, as we walk together as a church, let the banner over each other be love, just as God's banner over us is love. May we provide love for one another. So let's lift protection. Let's lift love. And the third and the final one this morning is lifting victory. And I want to read to you again from Song of Solomon, verse six, chapter 6, verse 4, again in the New King James Version. And it says, oh, my love, you are as beautiful as tears are, lovely as Jerusalem, awesome as an army with banners. Now, this is completely alien to us, isn't it? That you would compare the love of your life, the person that you're looking at and going over to an army with awesome banners. You may want to say to him, oh, you're really cute, you're fit, you're this, you're that. I don't know what words you use now. I'm just completely out of sync. But whatever words you would say about somebody who made you go, this person is saying that you are awesome like an army of banners. And it just sounds completely alien to us. And yet try and imagine in your mind an army coming and it would have had banner after banner after banner. Banner for the regiments to say who they were. Banners to say this is what you need to do next. They would often in wartime lift banners up and move them in a certain way to tell the armies on the field where to go and where to attack next. Banners were used for so many things in ancient warfare and to try and understand the significance of what this part of the Bible is saying we need to have an image in our mind of how amazing a battle would look when an army was coming into the field and there would be banner after banner after banner saying this is who we are this is the battles we have won before this is where we stand victorious this is the territory we own this is where we are from this is where we are from this is what we believe this is who we are this is what we do and this is what we do it for and if we can grasp in our mind's eye this image of of this battlefield with an army full of banners then all of a sudden it begins to make sense that somebody could be said to be wow it is awe-inspiring it is amazing and almost terrifying as well in the same breath And it gives us this warlike image of Jesus to say Jesus is victorious. Jesus isn't just meek and mild, but he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is the one who took on sin and death and he rose victorious out of the grave. The grave could not hold him. Death could not defeat him. Nothing could hold him down. And he stands victorious at the right hand of the Father and he made a way 
a victory for us to follow him in. So this morning, we God wants you to raise victory over your life. You may feel like you've been squashed. You may feel like you've got nothing else to give. You may feel like, well, it's just what it is, isn't it? But God wants to lift you victorious. God wants to allow you to experience his victory. So from that place, you can help bring victory to others who are alongside you. God wants you to know who you are. God wants you to know what you are. God wants you to know that you are in him and victorious in him. God wants you to know, just like that army that stood there and said, we are from this place and we are from this place and this is this is who we are and this is the banner we hold. God wants you to know that you are loved, that you are chosen, that you are healed, that you are restored. He wants you to know all of these things and hold those banner of victory over your life so where the enemy comes in and wants to destroy you that there is a banner to raise that says no my God is victorious my God is a healer my God is a redeemer my God is a forgiver oh my goodness my God forgives me and you can raise those banners over your life and say that God has sealed that on your life and you can go into battle into your working week into whatever situation you find yourself in knowing that you are already victorious in and through Jesus Christ and this is who we are this is who our God is he is a God of victory he is a God who lifts victory over us You know, this morning, I just believe that God wants to bring a warrior spirit into our lives. God wants to bring a victory spirit upon us. God wants to bring a breakthrough spirit upon us. And I just want to encourage you, if you're sitting in your home or if you're sitting in the building with us right now, then just raise your hands and allow God to minister to you. Allow God to pour into your life that what is victorious, that what is to overcome that what it is to lift you out of that miry clay just raise your hand right now where you are and I'm going to pray for you Father God I believe that you want to bring a warrior spirit into people's lives that they would see themselves as part of something much bigger that they would see themselves as part of your army that is victorious that they don't stand alone but that they stand with you and as they stand with you then they are victorious with you God and I just pray that no matter what season they find themselves in God that you would minister to them God that by your spirit you would lift them God that you would encourage them and uphold them in Jesus name amen and I just want to share something really quickly with you and then just pray one more time at the end you know I've been in a difficult season this last season, this last few months, and I'm sure we all have with COVID and everything that's gone on this year. It's been the strangest of years. But as many of you know, my mum passed away six months ago now, and it's been a hard season. It's been like sometimes I've been okay, sometimes I've just really been in the floor, and then 
God's lifted me and then I've been okay or I've done doing well and then I've just found myself in the floor again and then God's lifted me and I want to encourage you this morning if you feel like you're not good enough if you feel like you're not living a victorious life you know sometimes that victorious living is about going through the ups and downs sometimes that victorious living is finding yourself in the lowest of the lowest of places but still going God I have faith and I believe in you God I trust you even in my heartache and my difficulties God I'm trusting that you can keep me going and it's about keeping bringing God into those dark and those difficult places and I want to encourage you that I've as I've spoke this morning maybe you felt a little bit like oh I'm just not good enough you are good enough because God is in you you can be victorious keep lifting your eyes to him focus on him and allow him to come back into your life and as I conclude this morning I want to read to you from Deuteronomy 20 verses 1 to 4 in the NIV and it says this when you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours let's be honest how many times do we feel like oh my goodness, I can't cope with this day. Oh my goodness, I can't cope with this relationship. Oh my goodness, I can't cope with my job. Oh my goodness, I can't cope with COVID anymore. Oh my goodness, I can't cope with whatever you feel you can't cope with. When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them because the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt will be with you remember those things God brought you from before remember those places which were difficult before and God brought you from that's how you know that God is greater and it carries on when you are about to go into battle the priest shall come forward and address the army he shall say hear Israel hear breathe hear those who are listening and in my voice Today you are going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not panic or be terrified by them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. I just want to declare that over our lives this morning. That we must not be faint-hearted or afraid. That we have no need to panic or be terrified. Because God is with us. And he fights for us against our enemies. And he gives us victory. There is a God who wants to raise protection over you. There is a God who wants to cover you and be over you with his love there is a God who brings victory and triumph and allows us to be part of that victory and triumph and this morning he wants to release you into it God calls you into his protection God's love is over you and there is victory that is awesome to be seen so let's believe it this morning let's believe for that awesome victory that God promises let's believe that that love would be over us and let's rally to Jesus for our protection and let us be all of those things to those around us too you know we're going to sing a song now called I'm going to see a victory and it talks about you know when everything seems to be so much bigger there's a victory because there is a God who fights for us
I'm going to pray and then we're going to sing. Father God, I thank you that you are a God of victory. I thank you that you are a God of love. I thank you that you are a God who protects us. And I pray this morning as we sing this song now, that you would minister to hearts, that they would know that you are protecting them. They would know that you love them. They would know that they can live in your victory. God, and I pray that you would help us to help other people. You would help us to go and do the same. As we have been protected, may we protect. If we have been loved, may we love. If we, As we have seen victory, may victory come to those around us, God, as we stand with them and fight with them. God, I pray that this week, just like it says in Deuteronomy, as we face the enemies that we face this world in this world, that you would be with us, that we have no need to panic or be terrified. But if we trust in you, then you will give victory to us in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs>